I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny. I'm here hosting with Caleb. I'm always here, just sitting here. Watching. Listening. Waiting. Always in the corner. So everybody, turn to the left, check your back corner, say hi to Caleb. <laughs> all right. What do we got going on today, buddy? Well, first off, uh, I mean, as far as quick play news, all I really got today is they announced the Magic Karibo accessories coming out in February. That's something, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's cute. It's Karibo pretending to be Dart Magician. They got the binder, the well, the portfolio, the bat, the play, the uh, play mat, the sleeves, and the deck box. So that's going to be a card coming out in the next core set after Burst of Destiny, which is Battle of Chaos. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. And yep. That, that, that's it's... the one with all the Dark Magician support, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And that's actually about the time we're supposed to be getting that set. That makes sense. Theoretically. Kind of like they're doing the alt art Mascarena in the gold series. Yeah. And the, all the Mascarena portfolio and playmat and all Correct. that is coming out about that time. Yeah, when we get Eldorado and get that. Right, that makes sense. Yep. So yeah, that that's all we got. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of quick play news. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Well, let's see. We also ha- we have the results of this past weekend's uh, Remote Duel in- uh, Invitational. Awesome. Yeah, That's what I love to hear. We got uh most of the most of the decks. We got a, we got all of top eight, and then a few in top sixteen also. A, a few, yeah, a few from top sixteen. So uh, I sent you that link, so you should have it. Right. So first place is Zodiac Tri Brigade, piloted by Rehan Saeed. Is that right, Saeed? Uh, that looks correct. Yeah. So it's a pretty typical Zoo Brigade list. Uh, your three ashes, your veilers. Your Fractals, your only two Karas. I like three, but two seems to be pretty much the standard. Um, three Kits, three Nervals, one Rapier, and one Thoroughblade. So only main deck monster hand traps are Valor and Ash Blossom. No uh, no 
of the um no nibs no imperms no ghost bells no ghost bells uh stuff like that um your spell is pretty standard one call by three ten key three desires one barrage interesting that he's running three droplets in the main i i see a lot of people cutting this card i've even found myself in situations where i'm like yeah this card just doesn't seem like it's gonna net me any advantage you know uh considering i you know just like he does he also runs his trap lineup is pretty standard also uh one io three imperm three strike two revolt a lot of people like to run three some people like to run two i like to run three but i always deck one out inside deck anyway so i understand um but the three droplets is interesting to me because you already have so much monster negation with three imperms and three veilers that the three droplet kind of seems like overkill but clearly it was something worked for him um, extra deck is literally the exact same extra deck that every Tri-Brigade player runs. One Access Code, one Double Dragon Lords, one Appaloosa, one Zeus, one Crossvolger, the Desperate Doom Eagle, one Almirage, one Bear Brum, one Fergeet, one Rugal, two Shureg, or I'm sorry, two Fergeet, one Rugal, two Shureg, one Borbo, one Chagani, one Sagamore. It's the solved extra deck for Tri-Brigade. There's, there's no variation needed. If you're running Zodiac Tri-Brigade, this is your extra deck, card for card, every time. Um, side deck, three lightning storm, two nibs, one driver, three gamma, three judgment, three twins. Um, pretty standard stuff. Uh, two nibs is cool. Three lightning storms makes sense because, uh, the deck does struggle against back row and, um, unlike Drytron and prank kids and things of that sort, you don't mind running lightning storm because you're not really afraid of IO necessarily. Uh, but you are afraid of something like altergeist or something. Something along those lines. Or Striker, yeah. Yeah. So the Gamma package in the side is really interesting. Uh, three Judgment in the side is something that I love, love, love. I think in a deck like this, which is such a tempo-based deck, being able to, uh, like, your opponent goes standby, uh, Twin Twister, and tries to destroy your revolt, you can Judgment and just blow them out. Um, or you- uh, or if your opponent go literally goes standby main, Battle Phase... Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it serves as a blowout. That's what it serves as. I mean, um what most people don't realize is Pancratop murders the Tri Brigade board. A single Pancratops outs like the entire Tri Brigade board. Um so all you really have to do is um like judgment the summon of Pank. Depending on your like your board state, obviously. Oh yeah, obviously. So but I love the three judgment in the side deck. As oh, yeah. long as you don't don't leave him in going into game three if you're like two minutes from time. But other than that, oh, definitely that that's just a bad decision all around. Okay, so in second place we have Virtual World by Sias Trochet, I believe is that way you pronounce that. Um, let's see for hand traps, he's running an interesting trap hand trap lineup. He's got that the, is interesting. Double uh, Ash Blossom, double Drawl, double Phantasma, double Nibiru, the doubles mm. that. And a double infinite impermanence, which is weird. I'm not used to seeing double of stuff. Yeah, I think the concept is like, and it's just a theory of mine. I, don't, I can't say for sure this is the this is what it is, but um, I think the concept of this is probably like, okay, if you're running two, if you're running three of one hand trap and three of another, right? Then that's six cards. Yeah. Whereas if you're running two, 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 you that's- can three different hand traps you could run right but like i mean there is something to be said for that yeah and but then you're also lessening your capability of drawing the hand trap 
Right. Because, you know, because let's say, let's just say for the sake of argument, just to make my argument clear, let's say he started with three Ash, three Droll, and then took out one of each to make, to fit in the two Phantasmates. Well, if he pulls a Phantasmate, that could have been Droll or an Ash Blossom. Right. That That's my issue with, that's my only issue with it. And it's definitely one of those things that people will probably be arguing about for all of eternity. Uh, I think it's an interesting concept. I, I love the idea of splitting up those um, hand traps like that. I, I really do. I just, I can't help but get that like itching feeling that just doesn't feel optimal, you know? Yeah, exactly. That, that's my issue. If you think back to when we first started in the game, though... This, that was really common, like two torrential, two mirror force, two bottomless, two, you know, like like two, 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 yeah, yeah. If you're running like fifteen traps, you might run like two of like six different traps. Yeah, but all, but I mean, but each one of those traps could all function to get, could all function and kind of do the same thing and ultimately have the same purpose, like bottomless trap hole, a torrent, and a, sol- a solemn warning and solemn judgment could all stop your opponent from summoning. Right. Well, they didn't stop them, but it you know what I mean. It Right. It did something as compared to Oh no, no, this would be very similar very in the same like similar vein. I guess in those instances those cards a lot of those cards are not once per turn and a lot of these cards yeah. are. Yeah. But if anything, that's just more case to only run twos rather than threes. Which is a very valid point. Uh, uh again, it's one of those things that can be argued to death. Plus, I've noticed that the virtual world deck is really, really bricky. Um, that's a good point. That gives them more, that gives them, that way, even if they open two of... Right, like, if they, they, instead of opening two Ash Blossoms, they might open, like, one Ash, one Droll, or one Ash, one Nib, or, yeah, you know, something one Droll, like that. one... Okay, yeah, Fantasme. yeah, yeah. It, it makes it less bricky <sighs> opening multiple hand traps, because you can activate all of them. Right. Again, which is fair. Uh, next up is more Spice. He ran oh. one Speedroid Takatomborg and a Terratop. Yeah, I was. I thought for a second there, I thought you were like going to the next list, and I was like, "Whoa, we got to talk about the oh. Roids." No, 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 no. Yeah, the the two the two Speedroids. Um, which is a great uh link three uh, rank three engine. Oh yeah. Me kind of glancing down. He's got number seventy five in his uh extra deck. Yeah, which is just a spectacular uh, off-the-cuff, what you call it. Plus, the other thing, though, that really works here is that they're both level 3. And so if you can put something like, just like normal summon Lulu. Yeah, that's, these a on le- board, that's a level 6 synchro. No, it's just level 9 synchro. Yeah, level 9. Yeah, like I said, level 6 or 9, but he also runs Phantom Knights of Breaksword. Um, which, I don't know why he's running Phantom Knight of Breaksword. Let me look, hold on. I don't know what that ultimately nets him. Hmm. Uh, it's gotta be something, right? There it is. He uses it to make Utopia Beyond, maybe? No, no, he doesn't. Hmm. But he doesn't... We're not at the extra deck part yet. Uh, then he's got two Nyan Nyan, uh, three Lili, three Lulu, three Lao Lao, and three Gigi. Which I, which as far as I know, is pretty bog standard. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for tr- spells, he's got a call by the grave, three desires, two TTT triple taxes talents, uh, three Qualoon and three Quin uh, Quinglong. For traps, two Imperm, two Chuchi, one Jean Wu. Now for the extra deck, uh, he's got a Ptolemy M seven, which is neat. I uh, think. Yeah, the Ptolemy M seven has become pretty standard. But I, th- I think. 
Oh yeah, which is he, which is real easy to hit in this deck. He's got the Coral Dragon. He's got the Crystal Wing Synchro. He has the uh, Ultimaya Zulkin. He's also running the Gaia Dragoon. So what I'm thinking he's doing no, is Gaia, like Gaia Dragoon. I know what you're gonna say. It's got to go on a six or a seven or a five or six. Yeah. So what I'm thinking he's doing is like after he spins. Okay, so like let's say he has the Ptolemy M7, detaches one for its effect. Right. Attacks with it, main phase two, Gaia Dragoon, and two, well, no, because, mm, well, no, because then it would make it a three material Zeus. Um, the thing is, a lot of times you don't need to use the effect of Ptolemy M7. Oh, that's fair. So then, or, uh, what is this dude, what is this dude called? No, uh, Utopia Beyond. So then you overlay... So then that's three materials, overlay the guy you're on top for four into a Zeus to make the, uh, to make a four material Zeus, which is pretty right. good. Uh, let's see. The, the fact that you have the ability to make the format Zeus is just yeah broken. And then the break sword just can be just removal. Yeah. Uh, Spot removal. He also has uh, number 75, bamboozling, go- bamboozling Gossip Shadow. Hand trap protection. That's pretty standard. In those oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Scarlight, Red Dragon, Archfiend. Um, um, burn your opponent for a game. Yeah, exactly. That I, I think that's for, oh, no, we're in time. I need to burn. There that's you exactly go. what it's for. Yeah. Uh, Stardust Charge, Warrior, Vermilion Mech, Dra- Vermilion Dragon Mech. One standard, one Jui Jui, one Shen Shen, and one Fan Fan. Uh, for extra de- for his side deck, he's got two uh, Cycle Readers, two Lancia, the third Ash Blossom. Oh my God, this dude! Oh, hold on. Oh wow, it gets better. Three Dark Ruler, the third Droll, this two dude. Ghost Spells, one Imperial Order, and triple Twin Twister. This so he's dude. so he, so a lot of the one so so for Ghost Spell and uh, not Ghost Spell for uh, Ash and Droll. He's got the third, so if he comes into a situation where I know I need the third over the Phantasmace, he can take out the Phantasmace to put the third one in. Or he can do the same thing with the Psycho Readers and the Lancias. He can cut two of the hand traps that he has and just go into two different ones. It, it makes side decking so easy. It, you can, so fast and easy get back into the gameplay that's yeah, smart real, real you know like especially especially if your opponents and they're side decking not paying attention to you side decking you side deck out real quick and you're already sitting there waiting on them okay there it, i don't care what anybody says there will always be a little bit of pressure. okay oh there's like a little bit of pressure like oh man they're done i better hurry up you know and maybe they do something suboptimal or even or yeah another, another thing is that they don't is that at that point they don't get since you finished first <clears throat> um, if your opponent looks up to you and you're already done, they don't know how they don't get the knowledge of how many cards you sided. Um, you're oh, right. It, I mean, how many you side is not public knowledge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so they don't see you side. Yeah, I mean, it's, unless you do what I do, just shuffle your whole side deck in and pull 15 cards out. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a cool trick uh, to take into you with you into events. Um. It's really, it really messes with people's heads. Because, like, if you side deck, like, 8, 10, 12, they're like, oh, man. But if you just shuffle your whole side deck into your deck and then turn around and pull out 15 cards. And what's crazy is it really makes you think when you're going through your deck, you're like, okay, wow, what 15 cards do I really just not need? Yep. I mean, there I mean, there was one time where I literally did that and just pulled out my entire side deck again. I mean, it'd be like that sometimes. I didn't side anything. 
Yeah. But it made my opponent side in anti-side stuff. Right. And it, it, it forced him to play suboptimally, which was really good for me in that situation. Um. And then <laughs> uh, third and fourth were both Zodiac Tri-Brigade. Turns out the deck's pretty good. Yep. Like, of top 16, we have one, two, three, four, five Zodiac Tri-Brigades. And we're missing, like, five lists. Yeah, we're, we're missing several lists. So, this, uh, the top, the first top four one, I mean, he's not doing anything interesting. The only thing different that he's doing is he's main decking two Phantasmae. He's only on two Droplet instead of three. And he's on two Imperm, two Strike, and three Revolt. Um, other than that, like, all the cards are the same. Yeah, I, I imagine for the, I imagine that a lot of the Zodiac Tri-Brigade decks are going to be very, very And the extra similar. deck is card for card the same. Uh, again. Again, I... It's lo- solved. Yeah, as you said, the, the, yeah, it's solved. There's really... Like, mm. as terrible as that sounds, like, there's just, there's no changes that need to be made into the Zodiac Tri-Brigade extra deck. It's just done it's mm-hmm. solved it's perfect do you, do, yeah like you can unless, mess with main deck ratios all you want but that side deck is perfect oh yeah like unless they come out with some new stuff and even then uh it'd be rough. unless it like you'd have you'd need like a second to tri brigade link three and even yeah. then it would have to have a better effect than Hrossvulgar. because otherwise you're gonna end up cutting rugel instead of Hrossvulgar. exactly so um, side deck, you have three Contact C, three Droll, three Nib, three Judgment, three Twisters. The three Contact C is always an interesting thing to see. It's not terrible, but I don't know. I mean, it ultimately depends on what deck you're going, you're going up against. Yeah, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, Contact C seems just, I don't know. I guess it could be good. It's such, it shuts down certain decks. Ooh, how would your Medulchase do against Contact C? We, we don't care. I would just, I would literally look at you and just go, okay, and make a unicorn, nightmare unicorn. Oh, that's true, because you don't lock your, no, you lock yourself into Medulce's. At that point, it would depend on when they do it. It would have to do it after the petting zest. Yeah, which even then, I think I can make the link two with just any two earth monsters. Oh, well, that would be broken. No, it's two Medulce's. Oh yeah, you're done for. That yeah. ends your whole turn. Um, ends your whole career. Yeah. If it was level five, though, I could I could just make chocolate mode with it. Oh, that's true. But uh, it, so three context C five. is interesting. I guess it does handle rogue pretty well, but Ash Blossom does that. <clears throat> three droll is there for combo. Three nib is for combo. Three judgment is like we were talking about earlier for finishing games, and three twins is for clearing the back row, which this deck does struggle against. The next Zodiac Tribrigade list. This the other top four list. Um, okay, so this deck is a bit interesting. Uh-oh. Uh, actually, this deck is really interesting. I mean, you're the Tri-Brigade what expert. What the world is this? Okay, okay, so he's on, so, okay, so this deck is really interesting. First of all, the main deck is 43 cards. Huh. Um, three Ash, of course. He's on the Gamma package, which is needed because he's running two Rescue Cat. Now, the Zodiac package is really interesting because he's running one Rapier, one Thoroughblade. That's the whole Zodiac package. Of course, he's running the three in the side deck, all in the extra deck also. But, oh my goodness, he did it. The Mad Lad did it. He did the thing that I was thinking about doing. I'm so happy. Okay. so I'll, I had, I'll let you rant about this. Okay, no, no. I'm so excited. This is the exact 
con this is proof of concept. This is the exact concept that I played around with for like three weeks before settling on either rescue cat build or zodiac build. The issue is it's too tight. I'm on 42 cards and I'm on pure zoo. Mm -hmm. If you're on rescue cat, you have to main deck a gamma package. You, you just, there's no other way to do it. So for to see him running two rescue cats and the gamma package and two zoos along with a full tri brigade package and still have room in the main for two droplets, a feather duster, a triple tactic, one talent. I was even only running one talent in my list. Oh, this is just my list from a month ago. Oh, you're my running Paro Paro Cerberus. Okay, I wasn't running Paro Paro. Okay, I was getting there. Okay, he's running Paro Paro Cerberus. This is really weird. Here's the effect. It was a common from... Was it Structure Deck Should All Showdown? Yep. Only printing. Is that the only printing? No, so I'm sure it's got uh, more. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's got more. Um, If if you take di damage by battle or by an opponent's card effect, while this card is in the graveyard, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one card on the field and destroy it. I have no idea why he's... Oh my goodness, it's a level 3 beast. Say no more. So he's literally running it for rescue cat fodder. Oh. But if you're going to do that, why not just run a third Karis? Well, I mean, because then if you're like, because then I guess if your opponent like attacks you directly and is about to go for game, you, you activate pair one. You can pop one. That's the only thing I can think of. Cause but does, why not run Kalantosa and have Synchro plays at that point? Because the extra isn't the extra guard is super super tight as it is and solved. I. <sighs> Yeah, I guess. In the extra deck, the only thing he's doing different is he's running one less fair jeet to run a lambda, which I kind of hate. That was kind of the biggest reason that I stopped running this package in the deck. Because, like, the cat package plus the zoo package is just broken. The issue is you have, um, you don't have the extra deck space to accommodate. Like, like you have to cut down on one fair jeet, which is bad. I'd rather cut the Tiger Mortar and just not be able to go quite as hard in on the Zodiac things. Because really, all you use Tiger Mortar in this deck for most of the time is just to... Uh, like, the coolest thing I ever did was I summoned a Chalkanine and used it to bring back a Borbo that had been killed. Yeah. And then you went into Tiger Mortar to give Borbo a material and then attack directly for 17 and then make a Zeus. It was a long story on why it got killed. Anyway... That was the coolest thing I ever did with it, but that's incredibly niche. Incredibly niche. That has come up exactly once for me. I'd rather cut the Tiger Mortar and keep the second Fair Jeep, but that's just me. Okay, I'm sorry. I went a little hard in on that one. No, no, no. That's that's perfect line because that was just a weird build. Uh, I love it. Uh, I know, right? The side deck has two anti-spells, two contact seas, three drolls, two lightning storm, three nib, three twin. Even the side deck is almost exactly what I was running. That's almost the exact... I had that exact side deck for a while. Wow, I guess I'm just ahead of my time. What can I say? Apparently. I guess I, I'm just ahead of the curve. That's unbelievable. Wow. Okay, next up we have Adagnister's... Standard at Ignister deck. The only special thing is that he was running Rivalry of Warlords. Yeah, three Achichi, three Ash, uh, one Buru, uh, one Denmar, one Doyan, three Valor, one Gatch, 
Gachichiri, one Hayari, three Picari. Yep. And then the Dragon Link deck, standard Dragon Link, except one thing. Somehow, this mad lad, this madman, has somehow reduced a, li- a little bit of his deck size, just a little bit, so he can fit in three rivalry of warlords too. That's a good card. It's a great card. Um, the only thing that I question about it is that he does run non-dragons in his extra, um, in Axis Code, Appaloosa, and IP, uh, IP Mascarena, and Nightmare Unicorn. Yeah. Hmm. I uh, guess I guess he's probably still got plays there, right? Like, I mean, yeah. there's I mean, there's ways to glint climb up into that stuff, right? Yeah, but I mean, you also don't have to activate the rivalry. You could just let it sit there on the board. You could set it, pass, and if your opponent outs the non-dragon, you just kind of shrug, flip rivalry, it gives you a backup. Right. Um. For instance, they activate Dark Ruler no more on your, you know, they, you know, if you have your board, Borlode Savage, Appaloosa, blah, 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 and your opponent, right. Dark Rulers, you can just shrug, flip go the... Up into IP Masquerina, which is a Cyburst, then go up into Unicorn, which is a Fiend, and then go up into Access Code, which is Cyburst, Cyburst also, so you'll never have two of the same on the board. Well, no, 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 Rivalry, that's, no, you're thinking of TC Boo, Rivalry oh. is all the same. No, no, it's like what I'm saying, it's like right. if your opponent activates Dark Ruler no more, while your Appaloosa is negated anyway, flip Rivalry, declare, uh, select Dragon, and just send it to the graveyard. Yeah, I don't know, that's weird. He's running three Cycle Reader in the side, which is cool, though. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's pretty bog standard outside of him, run, only running one copy of Chamber, uh... Which I guess tidying lets him recycle the same one over and over again. Yeah. So yeah, it is what it is. The next list is gross. Can we not? Um, I don't even want to. I don't even want. I don't even want to. You know what? Let's just not. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to talk about this, man. I don't want people. Eugene, to know you that did. This is... Eugene, you did those people dirty. Yeah, that, Eugene. Guy's name is Eugene uh, Bazamore. Do not pester him about this. But he knows what he did. Okay, we're going to talk about it. We have to. We have to. It's Final Countdown, people. By Final Countdown, we mean it's Mystic Mind. Mystic Mind with Final Countdown to force your opponent to... I don't think thing is, I don't think that Final Countdown is the win con. I mean, it's it's a win con that you have. Yeah. And like, it's most likely going to get you game one. But then you'll know to expect it. Yeah, so the, realistically, this is D-Shift, two, three D-Shifter, two Penlant Pathfinder, two Silent Wobby. In the main, that's all seven of your monsters. And then you're running one Carter Demise, one Cauldron of the Old Man. This here burns your opponent. One Demise of the Land. Well, Cauldron of the Old Man can can either burn or can either burn your opponent or gain you life points. It can do one or the other. Well, yeah. I mean, it could do both. But the thing is, is that that also gives the ability to, well, I just need to gain 500 to win. Oh, that by the way, Demise of the Land probably just instant wins the game. It, it certainly can. When your opponent special summons a monster, activate a field spell from your deck. Yep. Oh, awesome. So just activate that. Uh, three field barrier to protect the uh, Mystic Mine. Mystic Mine. One final countdown to win the game. One left arm offering uh, to go find stuff. Three, Mystic Mine to stun. Three Mystic Mines. Three MSTs. Interesting card. Um, can be used to out certain things. Um, I guess it's quick play removal, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it's necessarily the play here instead of cosmic. 
Because you have to pay a thousand for cosmic. Oh, I guess there's situations in this particular deck where, where you don't want that. Yeah, where that life point payment is big. But then you also probably there's all situations where you probably don't want to discard for Twin Twister. Yeah, but then the rest of it's pretty normal. Duality, prosperity, three prohibition, which is interesting, and a terraforming. Uh, no, prohibition's pretty standard here. Uh, okay. Once you the, find out what your opponent's playing, just yeah. lock them out of it. Uh, so, the funny part is that the, the market price of this deck, $477.59. Oh. 300 of that is prosperity alone. Yep. Yep. And it's like, the only card in the entire deck over ten dollars, except for Fossil, Fossil Warriors Skull Knight in this in the extra deck, which is I don't know. The extra deck can be mostly whatever you want. You can do like like see this is one Clara and Rushika, the Ventrilla duo, two Intis, two Skull, Fossil Warriors Skull Knight, one Nightmare Phoenix, one Link Spider, two Link Karibo, one Omega, one Reproducus, one Baylanx, one Secure Gardener, one Fairjeet the Baron Blossom, one Wind Pegasus Adding Nister. Oh, and the traps are three Dark Bribe, one Metaverse, three Sound Judgment. I'm this sure. man on Dark Bribe. <laughs> I mean, it works. I'm sure that there's a reason for everything in this extra deck. Because oh, I guarantee it. The one Mystic Mind player that I've ever met in real life and dueled against, he showed me his extra deck, and there was like legitimate like thought process. Like it's all super obscure stuff, but it really is there. Side deck is three Amano Iwato, which is interesting. That's actually a main deck card in most Mystic Mind decks. Mm-hmm. Two Cosmics, three Cursed Seal of the Forbidden Spell. God, I haven't seen that card in forever. It's a counter trap and it's there to stop any uh, like lightning storms, dusters, things of yep. that sort. Three Dark Ruler, two Droll, two Dust, Heavy Storm Duster. Well, makes sense. Well, with the Cursed Seal, there is there is one cool thing about it is that it, let's say your opponent activates a lightning storm and you stop them with the Cursed Seal of the Forbidden Spell, mm-hmm. they can't activate lightning storm for the rest of the duel. Yeah. It turns a lightning storm into a brick. It's hilarious. Yeah. The next the next one is Sky Strikers. Nothing super interesting here. You're running uh six main deck hand traps, uh three ash, two Valor, uh one ghost bell. You're running four Sky Striker monsters, three rare, one rose. Call by one mystic mine, one desires. Only one desires is weird. Uh three prosperity. That's super weird considering how dependent you are on your extra deck. Yeah. Uh, one Rota, one Set Rotation, two Areas, zero. One Afterburners, one Jamming Waves, one Eagle Booster, one Hornet Drones, two Shark Cannon, <clears throat> three Widow Anchor, one Multi-Roll, one Engage, one Terraforming. I think that's a pretty normal package. Widow Anchor is the best one that's not on the list anymore. Hornet Drones is good. Um, Eagle Booster is all right. Jamming Waves, Afterburners, all right. Area zero is good to have a field spell. Um, multi-roll and engage are broken. You have to run the max, which is one. Yep. For uh, good reason. Yeah. Two imperm, two strike, three, three strike, or three strike, three Tory. Torrential tribute's amazing if you can run it. Oh yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. Because like in this deck, it's you know most commonly just oh no, I lose my one monster I had on board. Yeah. Oh no. Extra deck is uh, one access code, one Nightmare Phoenix, one Ningirsu, the World Chalice Warrior, uh, three Hayate, three Kagiri, one Kaina, three Shizuku, two Zeke. I'm assuming that he's running high numbers of everything. Like, I, I understand that you're supposed to run three Hayate, three Kagiri, three Shiz, but like two Zeke is like a little extra. I feel yeah. like he's probably running maybe like one or two more here and there than he actually needs. 
just to for prosperity yeah for prosperity fodder yeah first thing he does with prosperity is probably go access probably go access code phoenix ningirsu or maybe i don't, I don't know I, I don't know exactly i, I yeah. don't play sky strikers i've never i've only played against it a handful of times but it seems to me like sure you have access code talker to push for game if necessary and you can go through ningirsu to get there but like realistically it's not like super duper necessary you can slowly grind your opponent out of resources the old-fashioned way yeah exactly uh side deck three more cycle reader that seems to be common three ddg that's super interesting i know you have some good experiences recently with different dimension ground <laughs> yeah uh let's see it looks like he's also got the third veiler in there too yep and the second and third ghost bells yeah three and- mst which is MST is specifically good in Stry Striker because of the ability to pop the uh, area zero. Mm-hmm. So specifically, it's very good there. And uh, yeah. three twins, uh, which is they have to run basically to handle uh, Tri Brigade. Uh, particularly uh, Anti Spell Fragrance and Imperial Order. Yeah. Um, next is another Zoo Brigade list pretty standard the extra deck is uh he's also running a one one extra one lambda instead of a fair jeep because he is also running a gamma package other than the gamma package and three nibs three ash in the main it's bog standard um three revolt three imperms no strikes that's really interesting um no this okay so this list doesn't have the droplets um side deck is three twins the io is in the side deck <laughs> big brain Ooh. Or very small brain. I don't know. Maybe that's why he's getting. Maybe that's why he ended up top top sixteen, not top eight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two more cycle reader. People love this card. Three anti spell. Three droll. Three phantasma. I don't know. That's all right. I, I don't love that list. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm powering through because I want to get to. We we want to get to the next segment. Um, and we did not. We're spending less time on like the top sixteen lists than we did yeah. on like the first through fourth. Um. Oh yeah. Like I mean, like yeah, I mean, like all the I mean, because at this point, all the other decks are pretty bog standard, except right. the Prank Kid deck, because um, it's got a more, it's got uh, an interesting side deck. Does it? Yes, it's got two Blizzard of all. Oh cards. yeah, no, this is weird. Okay, yeah, okay uh, so let's start. Let's start with the main deck. Um, yeah, triple Ash, triple Droll, triple Ghost Spell, uh, side Gamma the, package, the Gamma package, triple Dropsies, triple Fansies, triple Lampsies, two Roxies. That's weird. I don't know. I'm used to I'm used to three, 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 like three down the board, down down the line. Because that's what it should be. Like I don't know why you would be cutting names. Like it's it's a one card starter dot deck. You yeah. run, you know, you you run sixteen starters. You run three of each of the kids. You run three place and one terraforming. It's sixteen star. Why like? Why run the terraform? I guess the field spell is awesome and all, but like I would almost rather just run, run the, third the extra rocks. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He's also running Call by the Grave, Triple Droplet, Instant Fusion, Triple Pandemonium, Triple Place, One Pranks, One Terraforming, and then Imperm Skill Drain, Triple Psalm, Triple Psalm Strike, Triple Imperm Skill Drain. Yeah. Uh, extra deck is your standard access code. Oswa the Earth Charmer, Nightmare Unicorn, uh, Cyframe Lord Omega. Uh, one battle butler, one bow wow bark, one doodle doodle do, one three uh three doodle doodle do. My bad. Triple doodle do, tri- triple chicken, triple cat, <laughs> uh one rocket ride, weather washer, and a totally awesome. Yep, that's pretty normal. For the side deck, he's got the double blizzard, which is a really cool card. 
uh, which is target a face-up spell your opponent controls, negate it, and all spells on the sa- on the field with the same name. As a quick effect. Yeah, as a quick as a quick spell, quick play. Um, if this targeted card would be sent to the graveyard, it's added to their handstead. Okay. Hmm. I don't know what. What would you negate with that? Like for Blizzard? Yeah. Well, never mind because that does stop uh any spell based deck because especially if you hit it hit hit like hit their quick like let's say you hit their uh. Uh, engage sky striker engage uh-huh. it uh gets negated and then instead of going to grave it goes back to their hand they get it back but they can't activate it that turn anyway yeah uh, it's not great why can't they activate it that turn because uh, blizzard says that uh oh this turn you get the activated oh, okay yeah and all spells on the field with the same original name i guess it's all right yeah i, I mean there's pro- i mean it's good against exactly engage, because it keeps them from replaying at the same turn. I mean, it, you could also use it to hit uh, reinforcement of the army and just keep them off of uh, the sky strikers altogether. Yeah, but then you also have to be entirely sure that they don't already have one in hand or are trying to bait something. I guess it would also work with some of the Adagnister cards. Yeah, um, it works with field spells. That's true. Yeah, so that would stop uh the that would stop the Ad Ignister field spell from searching. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's got its usages. Yeah, it's got some very niche usages, but we're in such a uh, um a, a spell light meta right now that I I don't know how good it actually yeah. is. Uh, and then Pank, uh, triple Gamma Seal, triple Nib, triple Judgment, triple Twister. Yeah. Next is a another virtual world list. I'm gonna be really honest here. It's Virtual World, 3 Lili, 3 Lulu, 3 Lao Lao, 3 GG, uh, 2 Nian Nian, 3 Ash, 3 Nib. It's, yeah, it's, it's Virtual World, guys. Yeah, it's just your bog standard version. It's actually, yeah, this is literally standard Virtual World. Yeah, 3 Kowloon, 3 King Long, 2 Talents, 3 Desires, 1 E-Telly, 1 Called By. 1 IO, I guess, is kind of interesting because they run a lot of spells, but it's yeah. still just a blowout, so you kind of have to. Um, 3 Imperm, 3 Chuche, 3 Jean or 1... Two Chuche, one Jeanwei, which I guess I think is actually normal. Um, this guy's running the Invoke Kaliga Money My Dragon build, Red Eyes uh, yeah. Dark Dragoon. Uh, he's also running the Break Sword. Uh, here's Zolkin, uh, Vermilion Dragon Meg, one Juijui, Shinshin, and Fanfan. His actually his side deck is Triple Contact C, Triple Droll, Triple Skullmeister, Triple Judgment, Triple Twin Twister. Just a bunch of hand traps. It's virtual world, guys. Yeah, it's standard virtual world. Uh, and then la- at the very bottom is Dogmatica invokes it all. Just yeah, yeah. standard. Yup. Yeah, just your bog standard stuff. I don't even. I don't. Uh, he's got. Hey, he cited the super polys. I mean, that's the thing. He he literally was like, you know what? It's cool and all. It's not even good though. He's not even running the um. The Despia package. Not a single Despia card. Yeah. Um, so, like, the Super Pro on the side is actually fairly smart. Because right now, like, the biggest deck right now is Tri Brigade, which runs fire and... Which primarily runs fire and earth. Mostly. And a couple of wins. Yeah. Like, they have, they have like, two dark targets. Right. No, one. Exactly one in the whole deck. Excess Code. 
Oh, okay, too. You're right. Shrek is dark, so Shrek and access code. Yeah, and unicorn if they're running that for some yeah. reason. Um, but yeah, yeah, there. It's not like unless you're trying to make Shekinaga, that's it's not a good. It's not good. Yeah. Um, or Grista, Shekinaga or Grista, either one works. Um, or Purgatrio. Uh, and then Drytron or All Light. Right. It's literally the entire deck is pretty much just straight up light. I, I think they run. Nope, never mind. I don't think they're on a single non-light monster. Um. Hmm. A single light monster? But no, like a single monster that isn't light. For what deck? Drytron. Uh, yeah, I think every card in the deck is light except for... Hand traps, obviously. Hand traps and a couple of extra deck cards. Yeah. All the important cards are light. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What other decks are in the meta right now? Prank Kids run the gambit of, of attributes, but they don't do dark or light. Right, right. It's fire, water, earth, and wind. Um, let's see. Dragon Link. Actually, yeah. Yeah, Dragon Link's got a bunch of darks. You can make it... You could steal their bo- their uh, Borlode Savage and make a Caliga. Yeah. That's about all I can think of. It's yeah. not great, but... Hey, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, that was the remote dual invitational. All the deck that, lists we have, anyway. Yeah, so that's most of the top sixteen. Uh, if you want those deck lists, you can find them. Uh, actually, that's on a TCG through TCG player, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, Infinite.tcgplayer.com. Yeah, yeah, and we'll leave the relevant link in the description below. Yeah, yeah no problem. All right, uh, let's take a quick ad break. All right. So the next thing we want to do is we wanted to do a quick breakdown. Of the cards that we believe are in biggest need of a reprint. Uh, whether it be from cards that uh, just are really old cards that are relevant suddenly that need a reprint. Because they haven't been reprinted over a decade. Or ever. Or cards that um, are very meta relevant, are very good for everybody to have. And they just are kind of more expensive than they probably should be. For no particular reason other than it needs a reprint. Oh, yeah. So, I want you to go first, Caleb. Let's give okay. me your first one. So, I'm just going to... I'm just going to do mine in no particular order, starting with uh, Nibiru, because that's the one I have pulled up right now. Yes, it has three printings from three different sets. However, one of them was from a the the, the 2019 Gold Sarcophagus, Golden Sarcophagus 10, which is no longer in print. Right. Uh, pre- maximum Gold, which is... No longer in print right. as a premium gold, and OTS Pack fourteen as an ulti, which first off is an ulti and is no longer in print. Um, so if you if somebody wanted to go on TCG Player and buy the cheapest copy they could find, what are we looking at? Fifteen, and that's for the ugly gold. That's yeah, that's for the premium gold one. If you wanted the secret, it's sixteen, and if you want the ulti, it's like two hundred and fifty. A uh, hundred and forty. Really? Are yeah. they down that much? Yeah. Um. Wow. One second. I'll look at lowest verified. Lowest verified is $140 on the dot. Wow. But then uh, then immediately follow that is 150, 160, 165. Huh. So about 140 to 180 in that general All right. range. Alright. Um I think that this is an issue we're gonna run into, which we're gonna run into this issue with several of the cards on our list. Um you'll notice a recurring theme here. Hand traps are really kind of amazing right now. And, and as a result, they're kind of expensive. And as a result, they for, need to reprint. Because for whatever reason, all of them, except like Skullmeister, 
have been reprint have only ever been printed in really high rarities. That's not true. I said most of them, not all of them. Oh, all of them have been reprinted in low rarities. Mm, uh, well, depends on which ones. Because the lowest rarity on like, uh, on like uh, Ghost Spell would be the premium gold one, I think. Because it's had premium nah, gold, a, it has it's had an there's ultra. There's a dude ultra, but I mean, yeah, it was dual devastator. It was guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. So that I think that's lowest rarity on that. Yeah. Mm. Ash Blossom has a co- has a structure at common. Yeah, which is twenty dollars. No, 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 no. Seventeen. Quit giving away. Quit Fair giving enough. away things. Anyway. Okay, I'll just go into it. Mine yeah. was Ash Blossom. That's yeah. my first pick. It's lowest ver- lowest that you can find. Lowest ver. All of our prices, by the way, are TCG lowest verified yeah. at time of recording. So. Your lowest verified for Ash Blossom is seventeen dollars for a structured at common. Yeah. Or seventeen fifty for I think the dual devastator ultra. Yeah, and or then maybe like, there's a super somewhere or something. Yeah. And then like the gold the premium gold one is premium gold ones are in there 18, somewhere. 19 range. Yeah. They're Most all of the ultras are in that nineteen twenty yeah, range. Like all except like the secrets are all around the twenty dollar range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the secrets are upwards of forty, forty five. Pretty much. Uh, it's it's honestly unreasonable. No, no, the secrets. No, a damaged copy is forty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a crease well, all the way across the card. Well, last time I looked at secret go, secret ash blossoms, that was like a year ago. Oh yeah, no, near mint first eds are like over a hundred. Okay. Like yeah. I said, I haven't looked at them in a year. Yeah. Um. So the next, so yeah, it's it's a problem, man. I understand that a lot of the a lot of the hand traps that got reprints in last year's gold series but we're at the point where it's, it's out like like you said it's already out of print which uh those are the two yeah cause, but those are the last two cards that we have on this list that were gold series reprinted so as far I as mean, yeah as far as i can remember right but i mean you've got ash blossom you've got nibiru you've got droll and lockbird was in there yep ghost bell was in there there were a lot um, of good hand all traps the, in there actually they had all the ghost girls ex- no well but say they didn't have ghost warner i know they didn't have ghost warner Right. They uh, also didn't have... I could have sworn they had uh, Ghost Ogre. They had Ghost Ogre. Yeah. They didn't have Ghost Reaper and Winter Cherries? No, they did. I have one. Oh, did they? Yeah, my play Yeah, like my play set of Ghost of Winter Cherries is gold. What about uh, un- Red something from the Underroot? Red Blossom from the Underroot or something? I don't think she's a ghost girl. Ah, uh, she definitely is. Her only printing is Dual Devastator, though. Yeah, eh. red blossoms from the underroot. That's what it is. Eh. I, I have no idea. But the point is, all of these cards like are at some point they are relevant. You know, yeah. Like cherries is relevant, heavily relevant when you get into a tier zero format. Oh, um, oh yeah. Well, not even not even necessarily a tier zero format. It's it, it's it, just one that's heavily mirror match heavy. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> or even a format where a lot of the same generic extra deck monsters are being run. Right. Uh, you know, for instance, if, you know, if let's say you were some lucky, lucky person who has two copies of access code, you could stop your, you could, and you know your opponent has an access code, you could rip their access code out and make your own. Or Appaloosa. Yeah, or Appaloosa, IP Mascarena. I mean, Tri Brigade can do it with Sure Eggs. Yeah, Tri Brigade can, can hit the, can hit the, tri- uh, but again, that depends on, you have to know your opponents are also running the same kind of cards you are. But that's not what we're talking about. Right now we're talking about... Good old Ash Blossom. Listen, it's had a structured at common reprint, and it's seventeen bucks. It needs another structured at common right. reprint. 
and then after that goes out of print, it'll be back up to seventeen dollars again. It's just it's the like the best one of the best cards ever printed. Oh, easily. Just hey, you don't get to search or summon. Yeah, or summon from the. You just don't get to do anything. Listen, that you don't car- bring, you don't don't take any cards out of your deck. Just don't. Yeah, uh, the, you don't get to touch. You know what? You're about to touch your deck. Don't. All right. All right. What's the second card on your list? Uh, Gravedigger's Trap Hole. It's been printed exactly once as a secret. Yeah, I think part of that is that it hasn't really had time to get a reprint yet, um, which is entirely fair. Um, it actually, it's actually going to go hand in hand with my next card, which is going to be kind of obvious to a lot of people is access code talker yeah the reason why is because they both come out of the exact same set right they're both secrets in the same set hasn't had a chance to get a reprint yet so here's hoping they get a reprint soon yeah they were both out of ignition assault which was an early last year set yeah like what is access code at now like 117 117 what is grave dirt strap all at uh let's see right now 20 yeah and it's gone down a lot yeah it used to be like 30 35 bucks um, because it's literally just no to your hand trap. Right. But it but it not only hits hand traps, it hits any monster effect that activates in hand, graveyard, or banished zone. Right. <clears throat> so if you know, so if a monster has an effect that activates when it gets banished, I, you can negate. Not only do you negate it, you burn your opponent for two thousand, which is in time. That's important. Right. <laughs> that's two. That that's a lot of damage. That's a whole lot of damage. Like that's. Like, that's more than just normal summon attack can really do in return. Yeah, it, it really is spectacular. Um, So, I, I think that the reason these haven't been reprinted yet is probably just they haven't really... Konami hasn't really had the product that they wanted to put it in yet. Um, we just got a Lightning Storm reprint, which um, that's going to be in our honorable mentions. But I think that these will probably be both reprinted. In the upcoming sets, you know, yeah, Brothers of Legend, Gold the, Series, the ten, tens, yeah, etc. But until we have confirmation of that, we don't have any confirmation on any of these cards. Those two need a reprint. Absolutely. All right, what you got? Um, my next card is Pot of Extravagance. This would also count for Pot of Prosperity as well, but it's way too early for it to get a reprint. It, it it's only been out a few months. Yeah. Uh, but with Pot I of wanna, Ext- I want to say it came out in February, Blazing Vortex, which was like six months ago, which yeah. seems far seems long enough to get a reprint. But you in Yu Gi Oh, it's usually at least a year before a card gets a reprint. Yeah, exactly. Um, unless it, yeah, it, that's unless it gets like an OTS pack reprint. But that, but even even then, that's usually because it, it's the ulti. Yeah, and even then, um, the quickest we've really seen ultis is Forbidden Droplets. It's been a year. Yeah. Um, if you look at a card like. Some OTS cards come as supers really fast within like a couple of months. Like yeah. Nerval and Drytron Zeta already have supers. Yeah, but those were uh, rarity bumps from common. Right. Yeah. The, so, so with Pot of Extravagance, though, it's had three printings as a as a prismatic secret rare in the 2020 Ten of Lost Memories. Remember, you are not guaranteed them. An Ultra in Toon Chaos and a Secret in Savage Strike. The right. cheapest copy is the Prismatic Secret at $31. Yeesh. The Toon Chaos Ultra is $31.50, and the, se- the original Secret is $35. And the crazy part is that that's the budget option for players that can't afford Prosperity. Because not every deck can run Desires. Yeah, that's the budget option, which is 
and it's still ninety. Well, to be fair, you're to be fair. You cannot with you know if you're getting pot of prosperity or desires, you can either get one prosperity or a play set of desires. It's the same price, right? Give or take a dollar. Give or take a couple of dollars, but when you're talking about a hundred dollars, it's <laughs> an extra five bucks isn't going to matter. <laughs> so my next card is Scrap Chimera. Oh my god! So this card was absolute obscurity. This card was like pennies on the dollar. I mean, we're we're talking. This card was literally like less than a dollar for the longest. Um, because like even back when it was printed, it immediately got printed in, into super. It was it was a super when it got printed, but <clears throat> upon printing, it was just immediately kind of obfuscated into obscurity. Yeah, as soon as it got printed, it was just <clears throat> it just went into people's bulk. Yeah, yeah, like oh, this is just a random scrap card, and the scrap engine is really not that good. Like, because even time, when the scrap engine was at its best, it was still just like not great. Yeah, because like at the time, the only scrap monster people monsters people cared about was Scrap Dragon. Uh, that, for a long time, yeah. Um, and that's because he's just a generic level eight, which is tar- and his effect is target one card in your opponent's field, one card in your field, pop them both. Yeah, and the the scrap fridge for a long time was yeah sc- scrap, scrap golem yeah scrap golem that's what it was yeah um, it was an extender in some decks I want to say but still like kind of a brick yeah and even then it wasn't even using a scrap method but now with the advent of scrap raptor and dinosaurs yeah. chimeras come back and people with a vengeance. are with a vengeance and again when people got scrap chimeras and with its one printing they immediately toss it in their bulk. So near mint copies are hard to find. Very hard to find because, like I said, it's been sitting in people's bulk since two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Uh, Duelist Genesis, I want to say. Yes, yeah, like Stardust set. Yeah, so like two thousand nine. So this card for the super rare copy for a near mint first ed, lowest verified is fifty dollars. Even the light play unlimbs are like forty five. Oh um, yeah, it's expensive. It is. But if you want to play that strategy, uh, which is still a very good strategy, it's got a very, very high ceiling. Oh, yeah. I, I experienced that firsthand this past weekend. Yeah. Personally, I think that I think that the deck is last format before the ban list, before Mist got limited. Uh, the, the format wasn't really solved yet, and that deck wasn't solved yet. But I think that that was actually the best deck at the end of last format for yeah. like two yeah. weeks yeah thinking back on it yeah the, the more the more you look back at that format dragon link was great and all but i really do think that scrap dino scrap, Dra- yeah. scrap dino was probably the best deck at that time. oh yeah absolutely just people don't realize it because it got hit on that ban list but if konami didn't do something right then and there we're just under drytron scrap dinos all we have right oh yeah now. oh yeah and that's only that's only because drytron can actually put up a big enough negate board to stop them from playing yeah that that deck was actually insane like if you go back and look at the boards that they could end on like that that deck is ending on like dolka dweller three negate borrowed savage and an Opelousa. what do you do there like all you can do is dark ruler no more please don't have back row like it's insane that's all, literally all you can do yeah. well raw sphere mode yeah, Ross Fear Mode would do it, but like get rid of everything but the dweller. Yeah. In my opinion, if you're in a format where you have to run Ross Fear Mode in your side deck, 
That's way too combo yeah, for heavy. One deck. No, it would also work against um Dragon Drytron. Link. Yeah, Drytron and Dragon Link, but to a less extent than just I'm just gonna get rid of three negates. Yeah, it, it's it's actually great against Drytron right now because you can get rid of uh Herald you, of Ultimateness. Ultimateness, Mascarena, and their um Oh my goodness. What's the name of the rank? Beatrice. Beatrice. Yes. Yeah. It can get rid of Beatrice. So you get rid of Beatrice, Masquerina, Ultimateness, and they can't negate you with Ultimateness, obviously. They can't do anything with Masquerina. Yep. They so can't. they can't go into like an op- a three negate Appaloosa yeah, at the they, end. They can't chain at yep, they can't chain Ma- Masquerina's effect to it. Right. It's But the thing is, even then they still end with two negates in hand because they'll have three orange lights or like either three orange lights and a um and a herald of a diviner or they'll have like two orange lights two diviners whatever the ratio yeah they'll is. they'll be able to they'll be able to then can, they'll still have two negates in hand to yeah. just stop you from doing anything which um, is excessive very so what's your next card uh red eyes dark dragoon it's been printed once almost a year ago and is currently at about, let's see, lowest verified, that is in English, $85. Yeah, that's a whole lot of money for a, for a Megaton card. If only it had been a promo Konami. Mm-hmm. You know, like they did years ago now. I mean, yeah, like they did with Nibiru and Dark Ruler or more, Dimension Shifter. Yep. Cards that, like, are meta-defining. Yep, we're... Yep, where you were guaranteed to get one. Yeah, I, I hate that method. I hate that you're not guaranteed. They're like, yeah, we're 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 a pair of Yugi boomers because back when you know we got tens, you could look on the back and it told you what you were getting in the ten. Right. Plus some extra packs that had random stuff in it. You know, you know, like the like like yeah, mega tens didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's yeah. a relatively new concept. Just. Yeah. I set that reprints everything. It was literally just at the time, whatever the like eight most highest priced cards were, you put four in one tin, four in the other, and then in the, in the tin with those cards, you get like four or five unlimited packs. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, because like they released a, a Volsar login Dolkatin, and the Dolkatin had Rescue Rabbit in it. Yeah, and th- that was also the first reprint of Tour Guide. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was all. Yeah, yeah. Those 2012 collector tins were broken. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got three of each. Oh my god, I was set card wise for a long time. At least I think it had. I think, did it also have Zen mains in it? Yeah, it did. No, those tins were broken. Yeah, if I'm, if we're remembering correctly. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, because I remember later they also released a Hanzo tin. Which wasn't great, Ninja Grandmaster Hanzo, which wasn't very good, very, yeah. wasn't very good, but it was still worth the twenty bucks because it had a because the four promos, right? Yeah, yeah, that those tins were all crazy. Yeah. Um, the next, the next card on my list is Resonant Insect Slash Doom Dozer. Now, I know what you're saying. Sonny, you cheated. You were only supposed to do one card in each slot, but I also had two, two cards. I also had two cards in a slot. Right. These two go hand in hand. So resident insects are about four dollars. 
and it was a common from Duelist Alliance, and Doom Dozer has like eight printings, but none in the last ten years, right? I say eight printings. It has eight like availabilities. It's got, it's got an ulti. Yeah, it's got a six, rare and an ulti from the same set. Yeah, and it's then got like a, a five, common one common from the gold, second gold series. Two. Yeah, gold series two thousand eight for Chrono. Right, and then everything else was a bunch of rares. Duelist League promos in different colors. Yeah, that's it. Five different colors of Duelist League promos: an ulti, a rare, and a common. Yeah. That's it. That's all of Doom Dozer's printings. Yeah, all this all of this is like ten years ago or more. So, as a result, the lowest near mint is the common at sixteen dollars. No, the, the might be might be actually the rare because I think the common doesn't have any near mints left. Long story short, it needs reprinted. Yeah, the lowest you can get light plays for like the eight dollar range, like seven to ten dollars, eight dollars somewhere in that range. But for a light play, eight dollars is a lot. I know. I know. I had to find a heavy play in my bulk. It's bad. But the thing is, you need three resonant insect and. Basically, you need one Doom Dozer to play the B Trooper deck. Yeah. Um, in its current form, anyway. We'll have to wait and see what stuff we get next. Well, the thing is, I think Resonant Insect and Doom Dozer are kind of mandatory because Resonant Insect is your, is like the super duper searcher. Oh, yeah. No, because I'll let you search for the Sting Lancer. And or, a Doom Dozer. Yeah, or Doom Dozer. And then you can activate Doom Dozer, banish Resonant Insect, and get more cards exactly it's resident insects broken dude it's super plus and it's not once per turn oh yeah like oh yeah like 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 if beat troopers get a name that pretty much functions as doom dozer okay i'm just gonna read resonance insect yeah go for it if this card is sent from the field to the graveyard you can add one level five or higher insect type monster from your deck to your hand if this card is banished, you can send one insect type, mo- insect type monster from your deck to the graveyard, except Resonance Insect. You know what it doesn't say anywhere on there? Once per turn. Once per turn. That is exactly correct. So, as a result, you can summon scout, summon a scout buggy, search, summon another scout buggy, go into Insector Picophilania, activate Picophilania, discard a card, attach Resonance Insect. Then, all you have to do is link to an armor horn... Yeah, using if, the, the, if you using can get po- another insect on board, which you absolutely can in this deck. Yeah, well, because Picofelania can't equip anything to itself; it has to equip something to something else. Okay, so you have to have another insect on board. Yeah, but it, let, let's just let's say, say you, you, let's say you already have the armor horn on board. Activate armor horn, summon the scout buggy, then link to into Picofelania, then attach the resident insect to the armor horn, link the Picofelania and the armor horn into, into the invincible the- atlas, and then you get a, a resident insect, a resident insect search. And then you can banish stuff from your graveyard with Resident Insect and summon the Doom Dozer. It's broken. It's ridiculous. And Doom Dozer is beefy. Yeah. He's big. And whenever he deals battle damage to your opponent, they mill a card from the top of their deck to the graveyard. Which, which... doesn't sound particularly good in, in and of itself. But he's 2,800 attack. But he's 2,800 attack. He's big and he's free. And then when you banish the Resident Insect, you get another search. Exactly. Or he's just another link material. It's good. Actually, actually, him and actually Invisible Atlas and Doom Dozer together is seventy eight hundred. Yeah. So you yeah, need, and that's yeah. You just need any other uh, any other insect in your deck, and boom. Okay. Oh, it's okay. All right, I'm done ranting about. Yeah. Moving the, on. The bees. The bees are good people. My last card is Ghost Mourner Moonlit Chill. It's been printed exactly once. In guess what set? Yeah. N N E T C O. Etco. Good old Etco. All 
Three of the three of the ten cards on our list are Eternity. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The lowest listed price. Same set as Gravedigger's Trap Hole and yeah. uh, Access Code. Access for those Code. Yeah. Know. Let's see. The lowest uh verified print. The lowest verified sell I see is twenty bucks. Yeah, because it's still like it's the cards are right, but it was a secret from the set. Yeah. And a Starlight. Oh yeah. Uh, so what it so what she does is when your opponent special summons a monster face up, except during the damage step, you can discard this card, target one of those face up monsters, negates effects till the end of this turn. Also, if that face up monster leaves the field this turn, its controller takes damage equal to its original attack. Right, right. So in time, so let's say your opponent is in their main phase, and they normal summon a monster, and then. Let's just take your scout buggy thing. Normal summon, Mm -hmm. scout buggy, special scout buggy. Ghost Warner on the scout buggy, you just special summoned. If they link off that scout buggy, they lose. Because they'll burn. If they don't have a way to gain life back, then yeah. Yeah, if they don't have a way to gain life back or can't deal enough damage. Right. Like, don't knock the the burn, but it's also basically, hey, you special summon a monster, negate. it's 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 basically your... 7th, 8th, and ninth copies of Imperm or Valor. Yeah, it's a good card. Oh, yeah. Plus, the burn is just a little nice on top. The only issue is you can only do it on special summon monsters, but that's... Gee. Oh, no. You can't use it against Flunderies. <laughs> yeah. It seems good. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's my whole thing behind it. I mean, really... Um... Like, if they go into an armor horn. Yeah, negate the armor horn, and they don't get their second normal summon. Mm-hmm. Or even... I guess you can't wait for them to use the normal summon, but still. Well, no, no, because well, no, they activate the effect, you then get to get a chance to... Re- they have to go activate effect of armor horn to normal summon. Response. And you can go spawn or mentally chill them, chill them there. Right, right. Alright, so the last oh, card... No, hold on, no, it has to be when they special summon that monster. Okay. Well, my last card is Blackluster Soldier, Soldier of Chaos. Uh, this was... This card has, like, three printings. It has printings as an Ultra Rare, a Ghost Rare, and now an Ulti. Ultimate Rare. Uh, I don't yeah. know why they hate us, but they do. No, I say that. It It's a very cool card. It's not like a great card, but it's why? Why is it always getting these reprints as ultis and ghosts? Like these super high high rated prints and even in the original set where it was an ultra, it was super short printed. Yeah, it was already over $100 as an ultra. Thanks legendary duelists. I mean, this is the same set that has and this really you could put like four cards in this slot because you could also put uh, the same set that gave us this gave us Soul Servants, which are thirty dollars a piece. Yeah. Uh, the um, what was the uh, the Magician Souls? Those are like yeah. over a hundred dollars a piece. The same time that this came out, uh, the other Legendary Duelist Season Three uh, set, you also got Malicious Bane and a Dusted Gold. Yeah, which Dusted Gold I think is up to two hundred dollars now. Three. My bad, three hundred dollars. Yeah, and Bane Malicious is Bane is like one seventy. Yeah, because it's only ever printed once, and if you're running heroes, you need those. You have to run them. You need one of each. You just need one. But yeah. the problem is, it was short printed into the dirt. It was short printed into the core of the earth. Oh yeah, no, like you'd buy a case of that and get 
one. No, you might not get one at all. But it, yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. Shorted, you probably don't get one of either if you buy an entire case. Oh, yeah, no, no, like that's saying that, like, if you got a case, you might get one or the other. Yeah, you not one might. of there's also yeah. a chance you'd get neither. Yeah, it was very high very chance. Bad. It was ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm just like that's ridiculous that those cars also need reprints. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it, like that one could literally serve as like four different, uh, four different ones, four or five yeah. or six different ones. But honorable mentions, I do have Magician Souls as one of my honorable mentions, as well as Triple Tactics Talent. Yeah. That card does need a reprint. I just didn't have the space on my list for it. Yeah. You know, I was also going to say Malicious Band and a Dusted Gold, but... Yeah, I kind of got in there. Um, yeah. I'd also say Metamorphosis and Trap Dust Shoot. But for different reasons. Yeah, those need reprints for GOAT. So, and even uh, Trap Dust Shoot even could use a reprint for the Plant Synchro 2012, 2011 yeah. form. Uh, I mean, Delinquent Duo would also be a nice reprint. Yeah, Delinquent Duo would be a killer reprint. Yeah, because like right now, the, those are the three most expensive cards in GOAT as far as I know. Um, pretty much, yeah. Uh... And you need them in most goat decks. So, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially. Well, delinquent duo is in every single goat deck. I only know of like one that didn't run, and they ran it in the side anyway. Uh, Reasoning Gate doesn't run it. Ah, oh, I thought they. I thought Reasoning Gate did run it. No, there's no point running it in Reasoning Gate because um, your goal is not to win through advantage. Um, it's to okay, not in a traditional yeah. sense anyway. Like. Most goat decks, your goal is to out-resource your opponent in the long game, whereas Reasoning Gate wants to OTK you like immediately. Yeah. Like like Reasoning Gate wants it to be done now. Yeah. Speaking of goats, so. um, doesn't ETV do a lot of goat tournaments? They do. So we want to send a big thank you to our sponsor, ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana, and our continued sponsorship up to this point. Absolutely. ETB Games is a wonderful locals. If you're anywhere near the Alexandria area, let us know. Hit us up in the Discord server. We'll be sure that we can meet you there, hang out, play some matches, uh, try to get a little tournament going. We try to have tournaments on Saturdays, uh, but for sure once a month, including the next one on September the 11th, they always have a uh, once a month. They always have a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Sometimes it's a case tournament. Sometimes it might be. You know, prizes of Starlight. I know one time for Goat Tournament, they did an Ulti Dekoichi. One time they did super s- nice some like PCR or PRC or something like that. Uh, Blue Eyes White Dragon. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some specific video game promo. Uh, I don't yeah. exactly I, know what it was. I think that's the Dark Duel Stories. No, uh, no, 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 no. It was not a DDS Blue Eyes. No? Dang. No. Uh, it was... There was a, let's say, I think it's PRC one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a later printing, but it was another one. You know, if there was a DDS blood, everybody oh. would have been there. Oh, absolutely. But that's neither here nor there. Right. So be sure to check out ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. Their link will be in our description below, etbgames.com. You can also check them out on TCG Player. Uh, they're a wonderful place to get a hold of all of your trading card game needs this past weekend uh i actually was able to get my third super rare effect failure and my third roll and my third roll i had three effect failures but i had two supers and a common and i got the entire b trooper core yeah yeah yeah, great people up there absolutely so please be sure to check it out go go through there give them a uh 
give them some support if you pass through. Even if you just stop in, buy some sleeves, buy a box, whatever you just can swing at that time. Buy some D&D stuff, some dice. Absolutely. Whatever you whatever fits your fancy. So, thank you so much to our sponsors, ETB Games and Anchor. Uh, be sure to thank you to our patrons. Oh my goodness. I almost forgot the I patrons. Was, I was about to say, we're, this is like our second episode doing this. Yeah, I know. This is, wow. Oh my goodness. That would be whew, a that crime. Been, that would, yeah, that would have been a crime for sure. And I was about to say, man, we, get, we got some patrons that need to be shouted out. Yeah, I, I got to pull up the list real quick. Yeah. Do forgive us. Like I said, it's our second episode doing this. Right. So our current patrons uh, are in the $1 tier. We have Mr. Jeremy. In the $5 tier, we have Mr. Adil. And in the $10 tier, we have Mr. Austin. Thank you so much, fellas, for being patrons for us for this month. Please be sure to check out our patron link in the description below. Those who are in our patron get an extra episode every week. Oh man, I don't know how much more you could ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, we already we've already had our first one go out. Yep, it went out. Uh, so we're not for sure about the schedule yet. We might try like yeah. Sunday, Tuesday, Friday. We're still tinkering. Yeah, it's, this week it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. But like Caleb said, we're tinkering. We gotta tr- we gotta figure out what day fits our schedule the best. Because honestly, yeah. it's. <laughs> it's getting kind of hectic, guys. Yeah, it's rough, especially yeah. with Christmas coming up. And managing a full-time job on top. It is. Yeah. It's tough. But our goal, like we said before with the patron, is to bring you the best possible <clears throat> content at the best possible quality at all times. We've already made our first goal some new pop filters and some new uh, soundboarding for the room to make mm-hmm. it sound nice and crispy. So... Be sure to check that out. Be sure to check out our Discord again. I know you're tired of hearing this, but the link is in the description. Uh, Discord is a wonderful place. We do remote duels there all the time. We are always there hanging out with people. It is a wonderful little community. Be sure to follow us each on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast, at JamTheMan17, and at DatChumley. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's about everything I can think of. Be sure to tune in Tuesday for the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care, everybody. 